Welcome to the Atlanta Sports Podcast, a recap of the week in Atlanta sports, created by Atlanta sports fans for Atlanta sports fans. Welcome to episode 22 of the Atlanta Sports Podcast. <laughs> oh, man. I don't even know why you're laughing. <laughs> Nobody said anything to you this time. And you can't even hold it together. I can't. I was just thinking about your statement of, don't worry, I've got something for you when I was giving you a hard time about your lack of sound effects here recently. So... Let's try this again. Welcome to episode 22 of the Atlanta Sports Podcast. Uh, This week, once again, featured no, what I like to call real sports. Uh, Sorry, NASCAR fans. If I can sit in a car for seven hours to drive to Florida, that's not a sport either. So neither is getting in a car and driving in circles. So uh, nevertheless, we talk about your vacations again. So I thought we did that last (laughs) week. Who'd you you see on your road trip to Florida this time? Huh? (laughs) Leonardo, who? Somebody Burt, famous? No. Burt Reynolds. Burt Reynolds. He's, he's dead. <laughs> didn't, he, didn't he just die recently? Rest in peace. He's bro. dead. So, although there wasn't much sports going on, uh, do, sports still dominated uh, dominated the headlines. So, in this episode, we're going to dive into some of those topics, some of them not so serious, and some of them sort of serious this week. So, those include Todd Gurley passing his physical finally. Uh, Matt no Ryan. knees Todd. Yes, no knees Todd has passed his physical. Apparently, no knees Todd actually has knees. Matt Ryan's going to make a joke, hopefully better than my last one. We're going to redraft the NFL. Look at uh, the continued idea of whether or not baseball is, is ever going to come back. And uh, Jeremy is super upset because Cops is canceled. So we'll hear Jeremy's rant. And our lead, does Colin Kaepernick deserve an apology from the nfl so jeremy i'm gonna to pass that one to you first does does colin kaepernick deserve an apology from the nfl i mean i'm not saying he was treated completely fairly so maybe maybe goodell does because i mean he but i don't they don't owe him one it, it might be a nice thing to do considering what's going on i mean because uh, i don't that could have been handled better by the league definitely but well, I'll I'll jump in and 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 discuss the Colin Kaepernick thing. So, I think the narrative for that that whole deal, you know, going back years that you'd hear on sports talk radio was Colin Kaepernick was an average quarterback who was bringing attention, seen by most as negative attention, to the team that he was playing for by taking a knee, right? And no team was going to invest in an average quarterback and take the the negativity that was coming from him taking a knee. Like they didn't want that distraction on their team. And that was sort of how it was sold. Is, is that is that a fair analysis there of how it was being sold? Yes. Yes. Looking at it now, I was listening to, to Ben Carson. And I know this isn't a political podcast, but Ben Carson is, he ran for president. Now he's secretary of housing and urban, urban development. And he's an African-American, extremely bright and, uh, well-respected guy that that doesn't seem to get agitated by much or angry about much. He's pretty cool-tempered, and I think that's probably why he wasn't very successful in his run for president because he shows like no emotion at all. Uh, but his statement, and I'm going to sort of paraphrase what he said, is he said this idea of people getting upset about Kaepernick kneeling and disrespecting the flag is basically having an argument about two different things. Uh, he said if players would come out and say that 
what they're doing is not intended to disrespect the flag or the soldiers that died for their freedoms to allow them to even think about taking a knee during the national anthem, uh, that it would go a long way. And that's sort of paraphrasing what he said. And that, that to me sort of struck a nerve and sort of helped me better, better view it because I was on the side originally seeing them take a knee and going, you don't, you don't take a knee to the anthem. Uh, you just don't do that. But, uh, they were using that, I think, as the most uh, effective way that they saw to bring attention to what was going on and what they saw was was wrong in our country. And uh, maybe taking a knee wasn't the best best way to do it, but uh, you know they were definitely calling attention to something that needed to be done. And uh, you know his his just analysis of the fact that you know if they'd come out and say hey that this is no means meant to disrespect the flag would go a long way and, and i think if they did that they they'd get a lot more respect and a lot more attention to what they're doing so yeah that's that, my yeah. that's my two cents there and i think it's an issue that needs to be brought up i think it's an issue that needs to be solved obviously i mean you see what's been going on the past couple of weeks i mean everybody needs to be treated fairly no one should be you know scared to run down the road i mean it's Something definitely needs to be done. Like the, the Ahmad Arbery guy that got killed in outside of Athens. Like that, that, yeah, that was wrong. That was, that, that was, was horrendous. So, I mean, that, that can't happen. And, and that, you know, should have garnered more kind of media coverage for me as well. I mean, I, that was just a horrendous situation and stuff needs to be done. So I think we, we really need to focus the argument so we can all, come together and say, Hey, this is wrong. This can't happen ever again. Like yeah. we got to be better. Yeah. I 100% agree. And that I'm a big fan of the rock and I know that the rock has nothing to do with this, but he put out a little, a little video on Twitter and I'm guessing his other social media platforms that, uh, they really called for that. They called for leadership, uh, from the top down of people listening and being respectful and, and, uh, and having an open heart and having a conversation about it. And uh, I thought it was really well done. So I don't know in November, can I still write Dwayne the Rock Johnson in a, on my ballot? Is that acceptable? Yes, you can. That's an acceptable answer. <laughs> so that's uh, that's my play. And I'm, I'm hoping Dwayne the Rock Johnson, if we get enough write-ins, we, hey, all, all 5,000 people, that's still the number, right, Garrett? All 5,000 people that do Dwayne the Rock Johnson as a write-in, we, we've got a shot. Yeah, let's go for it. Make it a run. <laughs> I mean, he can he can flex the cast off. So if he can flex, flex the cast off, that's the guy With we need. The statement you got to add the statement of "Daddy's got to go to work." As you flex the cast off and fast is that you're going to know the number? Is it fast six, Jeremy? Or fast seven? The uh, six. I'm disappointed. Six. Oh, I'm, I'm yeah, disappointed. Because he right, came. He came in five. He came in five. That was six because he wasn't in most of the movie. Okay. All right. Good. 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 Uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson movie references there. All right. So let's use a little bit of that humor to transition away from a serious topic with the Colin Kaepernick and what's going on in our country right now uh, to uh, to something a little more fun and uh, a little more light, and that's uh, Todd Gurley, aka No Knees Todd. No Knees Todd. There you go, Gary. I need you a little quicker on that button. I mean, you, you got to contribute something it here. And have the sound clip. <laughs> Come on, you'll do a little show prep here. Oh me, make us look like oh, amateurs. Man. Sorry, I, 
we really looked like amateurs there in a second because I thought my power went out, but apparently my computer was just going to sleep on me. I'm still here. I'm still here. So no knees. Todd is uh, is past his physical, uh, which means the Falcons running back uh, stable is ready to go. We've got Todd Gurley, Ito Smith, Quadre Allison, and Brian Hill. So Garrett, let's get you into the conversation here. What do you see from that backfield? How do you see that shaking out with Gurley now officially part of that uh, stable of running backs? I, I don't care who we have back there. We got to have better run run play calling. Better we're offensive not, play not calling. <laughs> not, yeah. not even run blocking, but play calling. Just play calling. If we had Walter Payton I, and Barry Sanders in the backfield, we're running screens all day. <laughs> I mean, wide receiver screen, wide receiver bubble screens. Yes. I mean, Tony Gurley passes physical. That's great. I see 50-year-old overweight men pass physicals too. So uh, I still don't think he's going to be full strength the whole season. You know, maybe eight games, maybe ten games. But I I don't know. I mean, I'm hoping it's a step up from last year. It probably is. But I'm I'm not expecting a whole lot still from the the stacked backfield that we have. It can be worse than last year, though. I mean. No, I agree. I, I mean, I think it'll be a little better. Hopefully, there's a little burst left in Todd Gurley, and the other, the other what three, four scrubs can pull it, pull it together for a few weeks. What do you see it looking like, Jeremy? As far as uh, as far as carries go, are you are you seeing you know Edo Smith and Brian Hill taking carries early, and and Gurley coming in, you know, second and third down, or uh, do you see Todd back there all three downs? No, he's here. He's here for a year, so we're going to run him into the ground, obviously. <laughs> so you think he's out there first down, second down, third oh, down, yeah. doesn't matter. No, he's down fourth down if we need a punter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we drafted a punter this year in the seventh round, right? So we've got a punter now. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. <laughs> Garrett, work in the sound effects. I call you out on the sound effects one time, and you're all over it now. Yeah, you're going to get overloaded tonight. So I'm interested to see how it shakes out. Uh, what was that? What? what just happened? I didn't even hear it. Oh, you got you've got drums for jokes. Good to know. Good to know. All right, so I'm interested to see how it shakes out with those uh, those four in the backfield of how they uh, how they incorporate them, how they use them. I don't think they're using Todd like Jeremy said first, second, and third down. I think you're going to see. Uh, a bit of a combination of those guys, uh, those guys toting the rock. So, well, he's here for one year, though. I mean, what would be the benefit of not using him like that? It's not like it's Freeman who couldn't block. I think, I think it's the idea of keeping him healthy uh, for the whole season. Uh, I think if we get into a stretch where we, you know, need him more, aren't able to. Uh, you know, aren't able to win games without him on the field, then yes, they're going to make that sacrifice and keep him out there. But I think overall, they're going to try to play the long game and and have him healthy for the postseason. Anticipating also, we're going to be in the play in, in the game for the postseason. Yeah, for him, but for him, it's a one year deal too, so he's going to put want to put up just ridiculous numbers. So I think it benefits both. For I know Dirk Cutter hates to hear this, but to run the ball consistently. It'll be it'll be interesting. I I don't know. I just don't see him using him the whole. I th- I think he's going to get used sparingly. I, I think half the carries would be 
would be optimistic for him to have half the carries during the season. But if we're going to do that, we should have drafted a running back. I don't disagree. I would have liked to have still have drafted a running back. Again, I think it's the idea of keeping him healthy for the for the postseason because his knees aren't going to hold up. You know, that arthritic knees <laughs> isn't going to make it. Have you seen our schedule, Daniel? <laughs> yes, I've okay. seen, I've we're seen not our schedule. The, we're not making the postseason. The negativity. We talked about this, Garrett. We don't need this negativity on the show. Positive thoughts here. We're making the postseason. Here's uh here's something positive. Uh all I hear is cat noises coming from your side of the uh <laughs> podcast. Yeah, so can the you, whole deal- Can you shut that thing up for a little bit? Is it still happening? Do you still hear? The wife came in and uh picked up something and went back out and the cat followed her in making all kinds of noise. So I apologize for the cat noise. You know, since we got rid of the cat room, Garrett, there's no longer a cat room. You know, the litter box is in the closet in the office now, so you got to make do. She really got downgraded from a whole room to an office, to a closet. I'm sorry, Garrett, that I ruined your night with the cat noises. I'll try to refocus, yeah. (laughs) All right, Garrett, Matt Ryan made a joke. Do you know what his joke was? Uh, I think he said the Falcons are in the playoffs. The Falcons... (laughs) Yeah. Not not that the Falcons the, are going to make the playoffs. The joke was the Falcons will be a running team. <laughs> I think Matt Ryan would actually like the Falcons to be a running team. No, his his joke was basically the idea was, was or the question was asked to him about uh, playing in in empty stadiums and uh, teams pumping in crowd noise to make it a little more realistic. Oh, and, and Matt Ryan responded and said. I'm not sure our organization should be talking about pumping in crowd noise. I think we had a small issue with that a little while ago. <laughs> Which, that might be the best comment from Matt Ryan ever. I mean, it's funny, but how many years has he been in the league? 12? I'll answer this for you. I was going to say 13. But 12 so yes, years. 12. <laughs> if that's the funniest thing he said in 12 years. That, that he is- needs to work on some material. He was pretty good in that, uh, you know, when he worked at the Falcon store, had the wig on, selling stuff to people. That was that was decent material. That's true. But when we're talking NFL apologies, should the NFL now apologize to the Falcons if they're going to allow fake crowd noise? Should we get an apology for being ahead of the game? Kind of <laughs> blazing the trail for this. Didn't we lose fake, a draft pick with that noise? too? So are we getting a draft pick back? Uh, we should. Maybe we'll we can draft that. a running back with it. Yeah. I'll reach out to Roger. I'll ask him. I'll ask him next time he's across from me at the dinner table. Boom! Da-dunk, dunk. That was my best drums. That's all I had. This is your chance, Garrett. Use your use your sounder. <laughs> oh man, this is uh, this is this is going great. This is going right. great. What's the next topic we got? <clears throat> All right. So no more at Ryan jokes. This is uh, y'all's two, y'all's chance to uh, explain what's going on with this whole is baseball coming back thing because the owners have made another another push at uh, at the po- at the possibility of returning. So what uh, what's the deal? What's happening? Short answer: No, baseball's not coming back. It's <laughs> never coming back. For sure, not this year. So yeah, yeah the, the owners. A week ago, put out a 50-game proposal. Players shot that down. So in all the the wisdom of the owners, 
they basically just moved the numbers around and offered him about the same amount of money. They gave him 76 games at a 75% prorated salary, which is about 35% of their total salary. So the the quick answer in news from the players is they hated that idea. What do the players want? Like you, you last week paid. you said you you wanted want the be, players to be paid, like you wanted it to get done and it's the owner's fault. So what do the players want? They don't be they paid want, in full. They want to be paid in full. Full proration with I mean they wanted what was the total? 114 games, 115 games. Yeah, they've been between 89 and 150, I think. Yeah, there was some news that broke right before we started recording that the players were going to put a proposal for an 89 game season with the full prorated salary, which that's so that's about 55% of a full season's pay, where the owners are currently at 35%. So using my hefty uh, TI 83 plus calculator here, runs ran some quick math. Georgia for, Tech skills. Use your Georgia Tech yeah. skills. Yep, absolutely. Normally Google and a calculator is what got me through Georgia Tech. Uh, for someone like Freddie Freeman, the player side of it would get him about, instead of getting this $22 million this year for a full season, if you go with the player's deal, he'd be about $12.5 million, where the owner's right now, he's about $7.5. Um, so full the full Braves payroll would be about $79 million. With the players' latest uh, proposal of 89 games, with the owner's proposal, it'd be about 50 million. So, 29 million difference doesn't sound like a whole lot when you're talking the millions and hundreds of millions and billions that baseball generates. 29 million, Braves owners would just write that off as a tax credit. Yeah, Jeremy, where I'm, are you at with this? Are you are you still siding with the owners, or are you have you changed your tune after hearing Garrett's? Wonderful math numbers. No, I think they're both to blame. I think in the end, they're going to probably settle on like a four-game single-pitch softball tournament. (laughs) (laughs) We could crush that league. I think that's the best we could hope for at this point. It's it's not Retired guys, I want to see Jose Canseco and Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa in a uh, single-pitch softball tournament. That'd be great. I mean, it's just we're, we're about in the middle of June. Unless they're going to play to January, like I mean, you wouldn't need to start working out the details on these plans, and they're still just kind of kicking around preliminary, you know, planning. It, yeah, because a lot of these proposals, they were talking about having a July fourth start to the season, and I think both sides, or maybe it's just the owners, they want an October thirty first for the absolute <laughs> end date of the season. Yeah. So it's like I am in with Jeremy. You. A decision has to be made in the next, you think, in the next two week, weeks. Two, yeah, weeks. two weeks. Two weeks. Or they're just going to miss the window. We've been saying two weeks for off. about a month, so we can't keep saying two weeks. I don't, I, I, that's why we don't think it's going to happen. <laughs> it was two Personally, weeks. Uh, I've got a nice bet running against the season not happening. So as much as I want baseball, you know, I'm kind of pulling for this not to happen. So I can get a good payoff here. As an owner of DraftKings stock, I'm hoping the baseball season does happen. <laughs> I forgot you have become a uh, a stock trading wizard. Wasn't that your statement? I'll take a big hit if they don't bring baseball back. <laughs> so help J- Jeremy's financial situation. Baseball owners bring baseball back. 
All right, I'm with y'all. I don't think it's I don't think it's happening. We went into this, and I, I said this this conversation was really going to be between y'all because I'd done zero research on what's going on with baseball right now because they're just like spitballing stuff at one to you know one side to the other, and uh, I just don't see them putting in any real real legwork into getting this thing done. So I've sort of honestly just tuned it out. Like it's in my brain, it's just not going to happen. Like I want it to happen. I want to see baseball. I, I want to have it on during the day. You know, I want to have it on the weekend while, you know, around the house. Like that's just, it's just the soundtrack of summer, but uh, I just don't think it's going to happen. So I've, I've sort of tuned it all out. So I, y'all are updating me as you're updating the podcast world as well, because I have not been paying a bit of attention to it. Once the season's officially canceled, is that when we can afford to bring on an intern? Because I'm sure Luke Jackson will be available. Yes, yes. I, without a question, we can afford an intern once once baseball is officially canceled. And I won't uh-huh. even say any mean things to Luke Jackson. Although if he's an intern, does that allow me to say mean things to him? We'll check with HR, but I think he, I think that's kind of the rule. That works. I'm, I'm he's down then. I'm game. You can put him down. All right, so baseball's not coming back. It doesn't seem like if something changes, Garrett and Jaron will be the first to, first ones to update you. It won't be me because I won't be paying any attention to it. But let's redraft the NFL because why not, right? There's nothing else going on in sports. So ESPN released their redrafting of the NFL. So, uh, Jeremy, did you take a look at that at all? Yeah, I did. I thought it was pretty horrendous. It was definitely... I mean... The yes. Tampa Bay, the Tampa Bay person took Tom Brady in the first round. Well, wouldn't you take Tom Brady in the first round? Why not? He's only like forty-five years old. I was shocked too that Julio Jones didn't go until the second round. And it was like pick thirty-seven of the second round. Mike Thomas had already gone, and Did you see who was uh, pick DeAndre 36? Hopkins went. No, who was thirty-six? The Tennessee Titans select Cam Newton. No way. <laughs> That's what it says. I don't know. All right. I'm, I don't believe you. I've got to I've got to verify this. Have the Panthers released him yet? Whatever lied to you? Yeah, the Panthers released him. Okay. He's a free, he's a free agent. What well, I remember That's the big debate. About the Falcons That's... bringing One him tw- in and I'd be all about that. Yeah, on Twitter they made like a big like statement about him and he was still on the team. It's like, "Thank you, Kim Newton." And they hadn't released him yet. So it's like, "Oh, well, that's what the the some of the ESPN guys like Stephen A. Smith was fighting for Cam Newton, saying he shouldn't take a backup job that he needs to hold out for a starting position. Sounds and familiar. He's still still holding out there. All right, back to this whole draft thing. The Seahawks took Mike Evans at pick twenty seven. Julio Jones is still on the board, and they took Mike Evans at pick twenty seven. How is this possible? Is are we disrespecting Julio Jones like people disrespect Matt Ryan? Well, didn't the Broncos take, like, Drew Locke in the first round? Yes. Yikes. Sam Darnold to New England with pick 23. This is, I don't even know what low-level writers put this together for ESPN. This is garbage. I mean, Baker Mayfield went pick 21. Hey, respect. Respect. Oh, don't. (laughs) Baker Mayfield is terrible. Kyler Murray, 17 to Dallas. You and this love for Oklahoma players. So, really, is this the first time two brothers have been both picked in the top 10 of the NFL draft? Joey Bosa at 7 and Nick Bosa at 10? 
Yeah, those two guys can play. I, I think they're a little soft when it comes to to uh, injuries, but I think uh, I think those two guys can play. And you didn't even you didn't even shout out to Drew Brees at number eight. Uh, is he isn't he forty one? He's got one season left in the tank. <laughs> yeah, we'll take yeah. him number eight. This is dumb. I don't even. It really oh. is. This is again filling space, and what's shocking is it fills a lot of space. I mean, <laughs> should we they, should we re- review the Falcons picks? We definitely need to talk about the Falcons picks. So, Garrett, who do they take in round one? Pick sixteen, the Atlanta Falcons select Matt Ryan, quarterback, Boston College. <laughs> Yay! Uh. All right, round two, pick forty nine. Who are they taking? Cam- Cameron Jordan, defensive end, Alcorn State. Did he really go to Alcorn State? Yeah, I don't know where he went. I was about to say that was impressive. I don't know where he went either. If you knew that, I was going to be super impressed. So, hey, Cameron Jordan at least gets sacks, and we don't have really get any of those. So that's sort of a big deal. Cal is where he came, Cal. All right, third round, they, they pick up your favorite. C.D. Lamb. Oklahoma, water receiver. Solid pick. It's a steal in the third round, really. And they wrap it up in the fourth round by picking up Jeff Okuda. Barracuda. Ohio State, right? Honestly, I would take all those guys right now. So I'd be okay with those picks. This might be the only one I've looked at and been like, yeah, I could do that. Yeah, I'm happy with all those. Jeremy, would you give up? Would you give up Julio Jones right now? I mean, Tat McKinley, he can go. Who cares about Tat McKinley? We really have no defensive back. So let's say you have to give up Julio Jones, but you pick up these four people, This that those four guys are on your team. Are you doing that? Well, we already have one of them. <laughs> yeah. I, are we, no, Really? Are you serious? Are no you way. Getting, are we getting the clone of Matt Ryan? I, I don't <laughs> yes. You Matt Ryan, and then if he gets hurt, you bring in Matt Ryan. Sure. Yeah, I'll take two Matt Ryans and Cameron Jordan and CeeDee Lamb. And a, oh. and a defensive back that can cover. So... Yeah, that was actually one of the better uh, better ones they went through. Uh, some of the other ones, not so good. We didn't take our Clemson cornerback in the first round? Uh-huh. Let's, is that making fun of my mock draft he, again? He came no. off the board before we picked. No, that is making fun of the Falcons' actual draft. Uh, we took a Clemson cornerback. Oh, maybe gotcha, Von, no. Von McClure should really draft for the Falcons. It couldn't hurt. That is true. I'm with you there. All right, we've redrafted the NFL, and we've determined that redrafting the NFL is terrible. So let's move on. Jeremy, you get to wrap us up today with uh, sort of a new version of the WWE. Jeremy, word on the street is cops is canceled. Initial reaction, go. Yeah, I don't know why you're asking me about this. This is still raw. I just read this article like (laughs) an hour ago. We have no new programming on TV right now thanks to the virus. You're going to take the one joy out of my life. Cops. I thought you were more of a, uh, was it Police Live or Cops no, Live? No, Police L- Live PD. Live it's not PD. Cops. Oh, you shut your mouth. It's better than Cops. <laughs> oh, Bad Boys, Bad Boys, what you going to do? Are you serious? Cops is, is old. It's past its prime. I'm just sitting Live back. Live PD is the new hip, cool cat on the block. Well, well, they've stopped They've stopped live and showing live TV as well, or live cops, yeah, whatever it is. So, it's a dark day in America. <laughs> oh, my gosh. 
So Cops is canceled. <laughs> Jeremy's weekend plans are up in smoke. No watching Cops with the two kids. I'm assuming yeah, I, the, uh, that your daughter doesn't watch Cops with you. No. I mean, she might. Or is that but... gender bias? She can watch Cops all she wants. Yeah, these are the people you can't date when you get older. <laughs> the people on the show. you were just gonna go with people who don't want cops no i also be, cops. i'll also be showing her hoarders and uh <laughs> what's the is, one is about this, the addictions is this a good time to uh binge watch old episodes of cheaters yes it's always a good time to watch that oh my god <laughs> I, I did catch that on the tv guide a couple days ago it's on vh1 watch some of the absolute worst television Joey of anybody Parker. i know Oh it's classic TV. Are we going to talk about how the the hawk season quietly ended? I mean, it was it hardly even started. I mean, we won what like eighteen games, something like that. Twenty games? six was it? Four out of six or whatever. And then John Collins got suspended <laughs> for hundred games, and then <laughs> came back and the season games. was over. Yeah. It's it's really probably the best case scenario because we couldn't win any meaningless games. So I'm hoping the Falcons will get off to a bad start and the NFL will just shut shut them down for the season, help us out. Yeah, I'm interested to see uh, what the what the Hawks do with their draft. Although, I don't, have they set a draft date yet? I don't even think if they have, it's way out. Like, it's nowhere close. But they are talking about the end of NBA season starting up, I want to say July 31st, uh, with that 22-team playoff deal. Uh, or not, is it 22 teams? Top 11? 22. Yep. So... I am looking forward to that. Hopefully, we'll get some playoff basketball, which would be which would be awesome. So, but before we go down that rabbit trail, nothing's official there. They're still trying to iron that out with Walt Disney uh, World down there in Orlando to get that all set up. So let's uh, let's save our NBA talk for next week. We'll, we'll finish with, with Jeremy's sadness about about cops. Oh, Garrett, are you still wanting to talk about uh, Atlanta United? Yeah, I had a big topic for Atlanta United, but we're up against the clock, so yeah, we'll, we'll hold it for next week. week. All right, Atlanta United put on the back burner again. And with that, thank you all for listening. We'll talk with you all next week. What is this every... That's it for episode 22 of the Atlanta Sports Podcast. As always, thank you for listening. If you haven't already, please subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform and check us out on Twitter at ATL Sport Podcast. That's at ATL Sport Podcast. Have a great week, Atlanta.